0: This is Wicked Spursy.
1: Do we get paid for that? I don't know. but
2: That's my goal. We're live now, so just so you know. We're live. With
0: Fireball. All right. Fireball. Fireball. Hey, this is Wicked Spursy, Mike, Steve, and Dave. Boys, I missed you, and we're starting off with Fireball, but first, let's
1: talk to Steve and say, Steve, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, uh, actually. Um, That's probably on account of the fact that I did not watch the game this week. Um, we took the little one up to the Granby zoo, uh, north of the border in Canada. Uh, we had a, a lovely time, uh, it took us literally three hours to walk the entire place with a almost three-year-old saw everything. And then, you know, he just wanted to play on, you know, they have some slides and, you know, different jungle gym type rap that he could play on and. It's like, all right, okay, you know, we saw everything, so if that's what you want to do, uh, whatever, hot as hell, so, you know, if I can sit under a tree in the shade, then have at it, kid, but, uh, no, it was a good time, um, really quick trip, we really enjoyed it, um, you know, heard about what happened after the fact, and, uh, for reasons that I'll discuss in a bit, I- decided not to go and and watch uh any of the match at all um but uh that's more on the negative side of things and i'm trying to stay positive right now you know to find some kind of a balance for us uh but yeah good weekend um i'm kind of glad that the weather is starting to normalize into a regular spring routine not really super stoked on the rain but at least it's you know more seasonally appropriate
0: as opposed you know, to the 80s over the weekend that we had.
1: Yeah, dude, 85 degrees in the middle of April is not something I was expecting. But, yeah. uh, you know, back to the 60s, back to, you know, nice, cool weather. I, I I can deal with this. Bit of a shock to the system when it happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's good. I,
0: well, hey, and I, I want to say, Steve, in my absence last week, you did you did very well, and Mike, you also did very very well. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna uh, my, some that was that was my fucking insult my way. That was my segue coming coming to you, and uh, you're going to be gone next time we record, correct? Uh, so, how are you, Mike, and what's what's going on in your life? Uh, I was on call this weekend, uh,
2: so not a ton done. I didn't get a ton done. Um, you know, Saturday, uh, it didn't have, I got called in at like fucking 1am on Friday night. Well, Saturday morning. Right. So I go in and literally the, the case took eight minutes. Eight minutes. I was there for two hours. <laughs> so like, it that, took me that longer. That, my friends,
0: to... is our medical system at its <laughs> finest,
2: right? It, oh, Christ <laughs> almighty. So anywho, uh, I, I get home. I was going to stay there overnight, but unfortunately, uh, in a call room, but unfortunately, uh, I forgot my access badge that gets me all over the hospital. So I couldn't access the call, the calls, the sleep rooms. So I said, screw it, I'm going to go back home. So I went back home, went to sleep, knowing that there was a case first thing in the morning, and I would probably miss the match. <sighs> but fate kicked me in the nuts. Case got delayed, got delayed again, got delayed again, and I got to watch the match, I got to have my eggs and my toast, Uh, I get to have my coffee, Uh, which uh, my Saturday morning is always eggs, toast, and coffee, like a nice over easy egg, you know, just enough so you can like break the yolk and dip the toast in it.
0: Dave yeah, you know, th- good, I think
2: Dave knows think, a good piece of toast. He I knows love a way good around piece of toast. Toast. I
0: think you tipped us off. Like, you, if you said had some eggs, had some toast, we would know it wasn't a regular occurrence. When you're like had my eggs, had my toast, had my coffee, you you signaled for us that that is a uh, an obsession, perhaps.
2: A Saturday obsession. Yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah, for sure.
2: Um, you know, you do the I do the the French press and all that shit with my coffee on the weekends. Um, anywho. Um, Got to watch that match. Um, My daughter, my wife, my wife went out uh, for a run, came back in. My daughter said, he yelled at the TV four times. And I said, <laughs> and, and I said, see, I'm getting better. <laughs> and I said, it was only three. Anyway, uh, so still case keeps getting delayed. and I'm like, what the fuck? So I said, you know what, I'm going to go out and start cleaning the cars, you know, doing the spring cleaning on the cars did like, you know, the hard vacuum of the car, you know, get all the crap out of there for the winter did all, all that. that, all that gravel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, the gravel and the salt stains. And I was like doing hard clean on, on both of you, on both of my vehicles, the new truck doesn't need that, but mm-hmm. my, uh, my everyday driver car and Amy's car needed it. So, uh, I got almost done to the point where I was like cleaning off the, the all season mats and got called in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So perfect timing. Uh, I put my all season mat on the driver's side back in. The other ones were being cleaned by both of the children. It was 90 degrees, you know, I mean, 85 to 90 degrees, good time to pull out the hose, you know, can't let the kids get all spray each other with the hose and have fun, you know, uh, in the spring in the nice spring weather. Then all day yesterday, I was at work all day till ten p.m., ten thirty p.m. So my weekend wasn't fucking great. Um, don't touch. I, I didn't touch a drop of booze. Um, getting ready to go to Florida next weekend. I'm gonna be Florida man. I'm going to go to the uh, the happiest place on earth, quote unquote.
1: Yeah, you're uh, going to see the mouse, huh?
2: Yeah, the House of Mouse. Uh, <laughs> I'm also going to go find up uh, find out what's going on on Diagon Alley, so
0: that'll be fun. Fancy. Yeah, I read somewhere it. that like you need a doctorate to get around Disney World now, like that it's that that complex to be able to get an alliance. Have you seen any of that? Or are you just going in? Cold? Just
1: relative to Florida. No, no, you know, we go, we go every
0: <laughs> we go every five years. I went every
2: five years as a kid because every five years there's something new, right? It gets bigger and bigger and and we had the foresight and went on my hunt I went there on my honeymoon first time as an adult, you know, with no kids and no parents. Right. So uh and then we took the kids five years ago and now they're older. They can appreciate a little more this time and uh it, i think it's going to be really fun it's pretty easy to get around it really is I, I don't think it's that that tough to navigate it um but you know i kind of already know the layout of most of the parks sure yeah i'm excited right. for i'm excited for star wars i'm excited for universal hogwarts all that shit uh i'm going to have uh a bunch of boozy uh butterbeers so uh maybe i'll check in with you guys uh at one point and do a little hey mike from uh
0: from one of the pubs there <laughs> nice that would be that'd be pretty stellar do we have is brian be. joining us in your place Have we locked locked him in? Um, or, or not? i don't know if we've locked him
2: in he's a hard guy to get a hold of it's it's kind of funny because because you know sometimes you can entice him with like a hey brian uh we're gonna need you to to come on the show or hey brian would you like to come on the show and then three days later he's like oh dude i can't believe i'm just seeing this when I've been texting, I when I've been texting him in the group in our other group chat for, for days on end. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, Brian's Brian's a he's a busy dude. You know, he's a busy dude. He's in a busy city. You know, I mean, you know.
0: So I I can run like
1: five people. How how busy could it be?
0: I'm concerned <laughs> if he, if if that's the behavior we're seeing, Mike, he's going to come back on he's going to come back on and he won't have listened to the pod in a long time. So he won't know anything we're talking about. And he'll try to fake it for a minute and struggle mightily. We've seen this from him before. I, um, I'm cautious. I have some trepidation. Yeah.
1: I'm optimistic.
0: You're optimistic.
1: I have to be somebody has got to be, I I figured I'd take that on today. And you You know, know, for the next like two or three minutes, at least. I think, you know, I think
2: Brian Brian does listen to the pod. He just does let, or does not. He does, but he doesn't let on that he does, and uh, it, it's it's fine. It's a it's a cool factor that you know he doesn't want to let he doesn't want to let Nathan and Trey know that he's that he's uh, that he's in on the on the wicked Spursy train. You know, interesting. So so Very I think it was that I think it was that one time that we caught him. He didn't he didn't when we first started doing. Hey
0: Mike, and he he was oblivious to what that was
1: yeah 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 i think it was that one time never again he said okay. what he puts again. on when he puts his daughter to bed nothing <laughs> puts her to sleep faster
2: faster than the dulcet tones
0: of, of of dave of dave steve and mike the dulcet tones we we put people to sleep all over the world every week don't we <laughs> it's fantastic. at least we're good
1: for something
0: <laughs> oh fuck yeah <laughs> well steve um well, like again, guys, thanks for covering me last week. As, as you know, I was I was out of town visiting some family and then doing some work stuff. Um, got back on Saturday. Got to see my oldest son Logan, who you guys know, who graduates in a month. He was he was home for the weekend, so that was that was cool. And had to get back at it today. But um, unlike you, Mike, I am more like Steve. I didn't watch the match at all. Uh, the knowledge I have of the match is is avoiding the worst of the Twitter. And just trying to read what Alistair Gold put out and feedback from, from Mike is, that was given during the game. So this this is gonna be a rough rough analysis pod this week. I wanted to so say.
2: this is this is a problem. Here's the problem is that is that you guys like Steve Steve and Dave both have relatively good excuses for not watching. I was going to have a good excuse for not watching, but, <laughs> but I had mentioned to you that I was going to watch the replay you as, did. as tough as it is. And we can get into this in a little bit. Like as tough as it is, I still was going to watch the replay and guess what I did. I still watched the extended highlights. I watched the. Oh, skies. you just watched
0: the extended highlights. No, I watched the, the sky. The no, no, no.
2: I, I watched the whole match. I didn't watch the ah. whole replay though. Uh, i watched the extended highlights the sky extended highlights and i watched the nbc extended
0: highlights or the well, usa see, see mike network. you finally get you you get your dream today all of the tactical analysis is why yours. the
2: fuck no, there no, are no takes problem, that, that
0: steve can take from you it, it's to be your fair tactics today to be fair to be fair I, when steve I, leads with to be fair you're in trouble i did call
1: the result last week so it's not it's as if i watched the match in the facts that I've seen Spurs all season and just knew what was going to happen,
0: Steve Stradamus does have a pretty good track record. No, this is,
1: the, this is the problem. This is the problem, though, because
0: now I'm left, I'm left to carry this shit. It's on you, yeah. Like we're just here to make fun of you drinking beer later. And I'm, then, the, I'm, I'm the fucking to, goofball of this whole thing. I don't know shit. You don't, know, Mike. You don't know make you even funnier. This just came to mind. You should. Uh, you, you, you should wear a bolo tie, you know, just as a special way to dress up. Do you remember bolo ties from when you were, were a kid?
2: Yeah, there was that there w- was like I think there was one kid at my eighth grade
0: graduation who wore a bolo tie and like yeah, uh, like he, I'm like, sure he, I'm sure he got picked on mercilessly. Right, not that's <laughs> I think that would be the right vibe for you today. You know, this maybe it's it'd your be special cool moment, like but you just Texas, it's your special moment, but you just. Just might be a click or two off of where you wanted to be, you know?
2: where Not where I want to be is like <laughs> right now is like my favorite time of the year. Um, Like there's, it happens like pre-winter, like just pre-winter, like early fall. And it happens in like late spring, mid to late spring. And that is hoodie with shorts weather. My favorite, my favorite. So or one of my favorites,
0: Crocs with socks. weather.
2: I Good wear Crocs Lord. with socks every single day, every single day.
0: Crocs. Don't with worry, socks. Steve. Steve, give it ten years, buddy. You'll be there. Don't worry. I can. Hey, feel the, kids, the kids do that, dropping. man. Actually, Mike and I are as cool as the kids. You're you're the one that's stuck in in millennial. You know. That's ambiguity. that's super true. Yeah, that's super true. We we've come to the point where it's full circle, and we're
2: fucking right. cool again. Right. We are cool. I'm gonna be even cooler when I uh, when I buy my kids those fucking lightsabers and the wands
1: yeah the kids,
2: kids. <laughs> but, you know i'm gonna be the one like going around like touching things with the wand and i saying
1: you know
0: spells don't touch anything with your wand mike that's <laughs> no. a really stupid idea Just I, started, I really i really <laughs> did stuff in that shit <laughs> you see
1: i've started our disney vacation fund already for when isaac is old enough to actually enjoy it with the express knowledge that I'm going to buy one of those fucking lightsabers. Like, that's not a question. It's not going to be for him. It's oh, not going to be a gift for a, a kid. It's for me. That's okay. I'm good ah. with that. Yeah, I'm yeah, an yeah. adult. I can buy
2: things. You can buy things. And you're, you can have just as much fun. You know what you need to do is you need to do the put the lightsaber together thing. And Isaac needs to do the uh, build a droid thing. There we go. There you go. There we go. Um. So anyway, back to the back to the football. Uh I, I'm not gonna say a whole bunch about it. Um, other than the fact that like the first 25 minutes to 30 minutes of the game, actually, after the first five minutes of the game, when Spurs just kind of took over and looked like they're in fucking cruise control for 25-30 minutes, like it it looked as though Spurs were playing up to the potential that they should have been playing against a team who let's face it is, is kind of shit. And if not for four or five more shitty, really shitty fucking teams would be in relegation form. Uh, This is the weakest. This is the weakest that the premier league has been in years, Uh, especially for a team like, like Barnmouth to be, to be out of, out of the relegation zone. So that said, Uh, Spurs looked pretty comfortable. They looked comfortable to the point where everything was kind of, it kind of was like in slow motion. They were just passing into spaces and, and controlling the ball and controlling the rhythm of the game. They weren't, you know, they, they weren't being pressed. So they didn't feel like any need to be urgent about anything. Um, They were just kind of in cruise control and it looked, and it looked for those, moments that shit you know we got this we got this in the bag like the uh the sunny goal was fantastic sunny looked like he had his game back he looked like he had a little bit of confidence back he was tracking back in defense he was running all over the field he was uh he was making skillful passes um he even had his head up at at times (laughs) you know (laughs) you know on the ball um he wasn't trying to occupy the same space as and i think this had a little bit to do with the 352 the fact that we came out kind of in a 352 again so that he wasn't occupying the same space as perisic although it does kind of hamstring decky a little bit because he's decky's out of out of position and he's been he's been poor lately and he was poor again in this game uh there's just something off about him and and i think the same thing that we talk about with with uh Sonny's issues are the is the same thing that we that we see going on with Decky now, too. Um, Decky has a partner that he's not used to. He's now having to drop back into midfield because they randomly switched to the 3-5-2 uh from the three-four-three, um, and they're going back and forth. Um, but again, all looked well for a while there. You know, uh, there was a spot where Sonny should have, should have probably, uh, instead of shooting, went, went, uh, went and dropped it off or he should have dropped it off to Kane instead of shooting. Um, because Kane was just fucking wide open and it w- would have been two, nothing at that time. And I think, I think Bournemouth would have given up at that point, but they were emboldened by that. They had, a, um, one or two nice, uh, opportunities, in that first half before they, before they equalized, but, um, that the, the game all turned, unfortunately the the entire game turned when, um, when Clement Longway got got injured, uh, at first, uh, Romero was asked to go over onto the left side, instead of just shifting everybody over and having Davidson Sanchez come in on his, on his typical right side. They moved Romero over, kept Dyer in the center, and put and put uh Davinson on that side. And then it, it got really weird for me at that point because then Romero was just all over the field, just doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Um we have Hugo back there. So, you know, the second the second that that Bournemouth came and the second that Bournemouth came in, came in and equalized, was the second that they got. You know, they they had a little bit of that bravado, um, we're in this game type of a thing. They were never really out of it. They were just kind of waiting to see what happened. I think, and what happened was that they equalized. Then they um, felt they they felt a little bit of uh, a charge from that, and that's when they started pressing us and for you know any fucking goofball fan like like especially the uh, two of the two of the three of us who are novice fans at best uh we know that all you need to do is press spurs right this is true uh and we constantly play that fucking game where we're, we are we got to play out of the back, play out of the back, play out of the back. You can't play out of the back when you don't have press resistant center backs, right? You don't have press resistant center backs. That first goal happened because they started to press us. Uh, you know, Davinson plays a questionable ball to Pedro Poro, who like it, it was, I know what people are saying. It's not Davinson's fault, but it, it's, partially Davinson's fault giving the ball to pedro poro there who admittedly was poor um but Davinson gives him that ball and it wasn't a it wasn't a heavily weighted pass let's put it that way it was kind of a lazy easy pass and because of that the second that pedro poro got the ball he had dudes just like three dudes sucked right right to him instead of doing what he Probably should have done, which is maybe tried to play the ball off a foot in for a throw in or, or kind of skiving it up the, the the line or maybe even passing back to Davidson Sanchez, which I wouldn't have thought would probably have been a good move either. Uh, he decides to take the ball inside. And when you got three dudes on you, that's probably never a fucking good idea to take the ball inside, especially with oncoming with oncoming midfielders and attackers on the other side. And he loses the ball and then goal. Spurs then were just completely. What's I don't even know. I'm going to say a word and it doesn't make any sense. It confusticated. I just, I think it just made it up. Confusticated. <laughs> they were confusticated. They're confusticated the rest of the fucking game. They didn't know what the fuck end was up. Uh, Sonny lost a little bit of the spark that he had. Hoiberg was playing the ball to the other team constantly. Uh, Skippy couldn't couldn't get forward, couldn't get back. Uh Parasich, and I know this number for a fact because uh I chose him in my DraftKings. Uh Perisic put in 19 crosses. 19. You know how many found dudes?
0: One. Four. Four. Mike, really quickly. Confusticate is a word. Um Shut the it, fuck me- up. it means exactly what you intended it to mean. It means <laughs> Confuse, <laughs> confound, or perplex make something obscure, un, unclear, or unintelligible. No fucking shit. <laughs> confusticate. It's a verb. Look, I think we got our, our episode title. Maybe I've heard that least, somewhere, right?
1: Confusticate. I'm, I'm confusticate amazed. is a verb. I'm honestly um, amazed.
2: I didn't know that was a word. I, I, I must have heard it somewhere before. But uh amazingly, uh yeah, amazingly um. What happened was the second goal was uh, definitely Davinson's fault. Um, and, you know, he had to be brought off at that point. We needed attackers.
0: It was just
2: really bad timing.
0: So out of ignorance, how how bad was the fan reaction? Because I read about it, but I obviously didn't see it. How, how horrid was it? Live, not afterwards, live.
2: I think live uh, the fan reaction was pretty fucking terrible. Um, He was being booed every time he touched the ball when he was in.
1: Yeah. And and initially,
2: initially I thought it was something like, so I like even looked up like, why is Bournemouth bad, mad at Davinson Sanchez. So I thought it might've been the away fans and it Mm -hmm. was not, uh, he was there. you, You couldn't really hear much when he came on, but. It was like every time he touched the ball, he was bang booed. You know, especially after that goal. Um, you know, I, I mean Spurs came back, you know, we we leveled it because they put Dan Juma on for him, you know, and they had to go do like a back four for a bit. Um and you know, Hoiberg can't can't fucking defend. He just can't defend in a back four, he can't be a defensive player. Um, so, you know, we ended up losing the game in, in the 90 plus six minutes and, and the fan reaction for me, uh, I don't like booing. I'm not a, I'm not a booer. I don't boo. Um, I'm a Red Sox fan, you know, I'm a Washington football team fan. Um, I've seen some pretty terrible, awful things in my life. I've never been in my life um, more embarrassed to be a fan of a club and to be counted among the other fans of a club than I was this weekend. And Mm -hmm. I haven't been—I haven't been a fan of soccer for a long time. I've seen a lot of shit, terrible, awful Red Sox teams. Um, I've, you know, the 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 late nine, the late eighties and through the mid nineties, the Red Sox were pretty fucking terrible. I went through with my Red Sox, what you, you in a lot of Spurs fans did with, with Tottenham in in the nineties. Right. Um, It wasn't until the mid to late nineties that the Red Sox started getting a little, a little better. Things started to turn around with the sale of the team. You never know what could happen with the sale of a team. You might get a boost from that. You know Um, you might get owners who come in and do some good things. You never know. But for me, uh, the, the treatment of um, the two players in question, which are Pedro Porro and Davinson Sanchez. And Davinson's been getting a lot of shit for a long time now. And he's not, he's not meant for this league. He's not a great player for this league. Um, he's not a great player for this club, but that doesn't mean that you can go out there and abuse somebody um, as a fan. I've, like I said, I've never been more embarrassed to be a, te- a fan of the team to the point where I haven't worn any of my Tottenham shit all week. Yeah, Mike. Like is. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be counted amongst those fucking scumbags. And 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 and, and before you go, Steve, I, I I just I just want to say that it's becoming more and more apparent to me that it might be a racial thing. It might be. It, it, it might be because of the color of somebody's skin because Hoiberg's been shit for a long time and he hasn't given, he hasn't gotten any of that shtick, you know, decky has been shit all season. He hasn't gotten any of that shit. Like this is, this is becoming a thing at Tottenham. And it's not just him. It was like, when I, when I first started watching it was Danny Rose was getting shit, right? Um, he got shit. Sonny got shit. Like, there's been a lot of terrible fan fan stuff going on with Tottenham, and I think that shit needs to be addressed. And maybe this might be the place for us to do it. I know, I, I know, we like to have fun here. And like I said, Davinson isn't a great player, but nobody deserves the the kind of shit that he and Pedro Porro got.
1: Yeah, Steve, that, what do you got? That fan reaction is precisely the reason that I refused to watch the game because I, you know. I, I'm an empathetic person um, by nature, so I did not want to put myself in that situation where I was. I, I think Mike said it best: embarrassed to be a fan just because of, of the reaction. Um, I also, I, I, I do think it's interesting that you picked Hoyberg and Decky when the more obvious uh, person who has been underperforming all season is Hugo that would have been the easy one you'd ever see Hugo getting booed when he screws up when he passes the ball you know right to right into danger
2: um uh you don't see that with Eric Dyer either
1: yeah absolutely um but you know you're spot on nobody deserves that level of abuse like if you're Emerson going to, Royale got it yeah and then you know he turned it around and all of a sudden people are praising him as if they've been you know, on his side the whole time. But the thing that really frustrates me is like, you know, you spend Spurs fans, the match going fans, I read about it online all the time. They're always talking about how expensive it is to go to these games, how, you know, it it costs an arm and a leg, you know, you're throwing this money. So what you can go and you can abuse a player. Like, is, is that really good for your mental health at that point? Like, why spend the money on that? If you don't think you're going to enjoy your time there don't fucking go it serves two purposes right first and foremost you don't have to be put in a sour mood and you don't have to expose yourself as a fucking piece of shit on you know international television second it actually does more to make a point to the ownership that things need to change Mm -hmm. when match day revenue dwindles like So, uh, you know, abuse aside, if you want change at the club, stop going to the fucking games. You know, don't go to the games to boo the players. Don't go to the games, period. Just stop fucking going. Take a break. Mm -hmm. You know, I've said for weeks now that I've chalked the season up. I've seen how we've been performing. I've seen what the, the coaching staff has done to the squad. I knew weeks ago that this team was going to do some truly abysmal shit before the end of the season, and you know what I decided to do? I decided to skip the game, go to the zoo, have a good time, enjoy <laughs> the day. You know, like I, I was so content not watching that game. And you know, I, I, I've been a Spurs fan my entire adult life at this point, and you know, it, it was nothing to me. You know, I figured best case scenario they win the game and i can go and watch the replay worst case scenario they lose the game and i go watch the replay and i have something to talk about i didn't even consider that fans would be out there abusing our players to the point where both sanchez and poro deleted their social media accounts because of the abuse like that that to me is absolutely despicable behavior and if you're a match day fan or, uh, you know, uh, somebody who goes to those games in person and you're listening to this and you're taking part in that type of abuse, you need to get some fucking help. Like that is just not okay ever at all. It's a fucking game, right? Like this is, I, I understood it when it was Ndombele taking his sweet ass time and getting off the field. That wasn't like, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to abuse you for a reason. It was, I don't agree with what you're doing right now but to do it for somebody who is truly trying like we know Sanchez is not good he has not been a solid defender he has not done enough to justify his (laughs) price tag we all know that but he does not deserve that level of vitriol at all same with Pedro Porro like we talked just what a week ago two weeks ago about how he fucking just gives it his all he Puts his head down, he drives forward, he tries his best every single time. When things don't go well, he's the one who's looking optimistically to the future. And, and to turn on him on a dime, like it, it's just disgusting. That type of behavior is just completely unacceptable. And it's also, in my opinion, it's it's not even warranted. Like those aren't the people that deserve your frustration. You should be frustrated at the coaching staff and the Spurs ownership for putting us in this position to begin with. And even then, even if they were directing that at Stellini for his dog shit tactics or at Levy for picking some garbage managers over the last five years, even then they don't deserve that abuse either. You know why? Because nobody fucking deserves that. I, you know, it it leaves me so goddamn frustrated. And, you know, Mike, I think you said it absolutely the best. It, It was embarrassing. I did not want to be a Spurs fan this weekend as a result of that. It was just disgusting behavior. And I hope that when we play again, anybody going to a match in person has a good long look at themselves before they step foot in that stadium and decides to be at best supportive and at worst silent that's it that's i'll leave it at that cuz i i i'm just so fucking fired up about that type of shitty ass behavior it is just not a good look for us we and you know what we don't even have any kind of reason to be that fucking entitled At all, We haven't won anything in years, right? Like I get the frustration that we haven't won anything. But the way some of these fans are reacting, it's like they're entitled to something that hasn't been earned or deserved at all. Just fucking stop it, you know, take a break if you need to stop tuning in this season, wait until we've got, you know, a solid plan, a new coach, a direction to get behind. And then maybe you can feel a little bit more optimistic, maybe you can get behind it. But Man, this just fucking sucks. Like, you know, we, we've talked manager search before. We've talked about the pros and cons to certain types of players. Right now, if I am a, a coach thinking about the vacancy at Spurs and I'm seeing the way that fans are, are behaving, I don't want to go there. You know, world-class stadium, world-class training grounds, like that's all fine. But if I'm going to get fucking crucified <clears throat> because my plan doesn't immediately get results, why should I put myself in that position, right? Like you see names like Vincent Company. I would be supportive of that right now. You know, I've talked in the past about how I, I may not be super high on his um, experience, but the more I think about it, the more that's kind of what I want, right? I what did, want What somebody... did
2: Pochettino have? Like what exactly. kind of experience?
1: Exactly. I I want somebody that doesn't have the pressure. I want somebody who is willing to take time to develop something. I don't want a win-now manager that is going to turn this entitled bunch of douchebags into the fucking plastic scum that we have all been ridiculing at Man City, at Chelsea. Uh, You know, we don't want to be those fans. We don't want to be that toxic fan base. And again, if you're one of those people, just fucking stop. Take a break. Go on a fucking walk. Clear your mind and maybe come back when you're feeling a little bit better about yourself.
0: Wow. There's a lot there, right? Um, both of you with your with what you shared, and there's nothing that I'll, that I have to say that's, that's that enlightening, but I'm just, I'm struck by a few things. Like first, I'm struck your comments just now about um, ramifications on manager search. Like I hadn't thought of that. Of course, you know, Intolerable racist fans doesn't stop managers from going to Chelsea, but they're Chelsea. Um and you know, who's to say that I mean who's to be say fair, that the that money would happen. The at, money's gonna be enticing, time.
1: right? Like we're going sure. to pay whoever the manager is. But, but you're right. It time... could affect
0: could affect how the right person feels about the job, right? And, and it could exactly. cause them to, to walk exactly. away. Exactly. I'm struck, Mike, by your, you know y- you're pointing out that the there may be a race factor behind how the fans are behaving, as I think through um Musa Sissoko and how he was treated. At I was just going this time with too, us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just that, that, that I don't even want to think about it. And then it hurts to be like, yeah, maybe you should think about that. You know, maybe there's something to that. And that's, that's harmful. That's then really I, you know, funny. I was, I went to a ball game. I went to a baseball game um, Friday night, Washington nationals against those blasted Cleveland guardians, Adam, your team, I know you're listening. Um, you know, it was a joy. You guys know how I feel about being at the ballpark. It was a joy. And like those to 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 people that would go to stadiums to watch sporting events. Like when you lose sight of the fact that it's a privilege that you even get to do that, like that you have the opportunity that other people don't have to go and do that. And then you, you treat the, you treat, if you want to call them the product on the field, fine, call them the product on the field, but you treat the product like garbage. Um, that sucks. And, I, and I feel for you because I wish somebody else had your seat is basically what I'm thinking. And then I'm thinking about the, the person, you know, um, Sanchez had to go to work the next day or a couple days later, right? Poro had to go like, no matter how much these guys let us down or disappoint us or arouse our, our rage, they are also still human beings who go home to partners and kids and, and then have to show back up at work the next day. And, um, that really sucks, man. Like, how do you, how do you get, how do you get horribly booed off of your job? And then I would bet the guy is a fucking go. stand up
2: good person who, oh, absolutely. you know, yeah, the dude. Yeah. The dude comes in. He's rusty. He has. He's played fuck, a handful of fucking times this season,
0: right? Because he can been, be prone to brilliance, and he can be prone to you know a
2: mistake. The in the in the right system. He, he just he's not the type of player. Like he's probably a very good defender in the right system. Maybe not very good, but he, I think he's probably good. A good defender, serviceable. Yeah. He's you know in the right system but in a system that, that forces you to play out of the back. Like we have the fucking least competent players to play out of the back out of any team in the entire fucking league. And we're forcing these guys to do this, you know, Pedro Poro uh, for, for the scouting reports and whatnot has, you know, he's always been the guy where they said, yeah, see, he's press resistant. He's press resistant. He can handle the ball. He's fast. He moves, can't play defense, but he's press resistant. He wasn't press resistant with three fucking dudes on him, but, mm-hmm. you know, he made one bad decision and he has to delete his social media accounts. That's fucked up. Like yeah. these dudes are world-class athletes. Maybe they're not the best in the league, in this league, at their, at their position, in their job can you fucking imagine like like a bunch of fucking fat mouth-breathing fucking joes that go to a game load up on fucking what, what are they call fry ups and shit before the fucking game stuff their fucking faces and drink their heads off go to a game and have the they have the right to fucking to boo a player who's one of the top players in his position top 100 to 150 players in his position in the world in a game where thousands of players play in that position. Like, he might not be the best on the team or best in the league, even, but he's still fucking better than you. You don't have the you don't have the right to boo somebody. You paid the money, sure, to to, to watch the product on the field, but it doesn't give you the right to to, to boo and torture somebody. That that poor guy. When he came off the field, and you know he was only on the field for like twenty five minutes, you know that the the cameras went right to him, and that guy looked like he was about to cry. And it wasn't, and I guarantee it wasn't. It didn't have much to do with the fans booing him, but it was because he felt he left, he let his team down, and he let it, and he let, and maybe he felt he let the fans down, and his club but he wasn't there to play for those fucking assholes. He is there to play for his team and play for his club. He wasn't there for those fucking assholes who wanted, who wanted to come out and and torture him and and make him feel like less than a human being that that's just not correct. And, and, you know, I will continue to watch Spurs this season um, as I still continue to watch Washington, um, and, and it's and it's and and the Boston Red Sox, uh, you know, they haven't been great in years. They had one good season in the past five or six, you know, and they're not doing it the right way. And I and I and I blame their general manager, but at the same time, as much as I blame Levy the owner and Paratici, but. It's I have an obligation to cheer for my team and to hope that my team does, you know, it, it to does what they're paid to do. But if they don't, dude, it's not the end of the fucking world. You, you have a you have a life to live. The, what these guys on the field, these 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 play players on the field, you know, they they don't have an effect on your life. And if they do. Then you've got some men- mental issues that you need to maybe see somebody about because it's it's, it's a it's a problem. It's not healthy and it's becoming a problem. It's with social media. It's becoming even more of a problem. Yeah, that's true
1: one final okay. point that i want to make and i think dave has a very uh, important question he wants to ask um, i have, a, I have
0: I, as you make that point i have a question i have a statement and i have a uh, reframing so but steve go ahead with your important point
1: first. final point when it comes to sanchez right like this is a dude mike you pointed out he hasn't really played much over the last few years he could have just you know decided, I don't want to do this. I'm not going to trade. I'm going to try to force my way out. But he was a professional. He showed up. He did the training. He was on the bench. He was ready to go for the team. You know, he wasn't one of these guys who thinks he's above being on the bench, that he needs to force his way into the team or, you know, throw a temper tantrum about it. I, I, you know, as much as I don't think he's necessarily the greatest defender and right for the team i have to respect him showing up to work to do his job and to do it with no complaints so you know i I, it's probably a stretch to hope that he's listening to this but uh you know davidson if if you do get wind of this i i gotta respect your work ethic if nothing else like that you are a tremendous person an absolute great guy to have on the squad. Um, You could be doing so much differently that would maybe not endear you to people at all. And you chose to do things the right way to be a professional about it. And I I really have to respect that. Over to you, Dave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff, Steve. Good stuff. Here's what I got, boys. First, I think a little reframing of of our time this evening, we we spent a lot of time up to this point, normally about 20 minutes prior to this, we uh, get to this important segue. But so I'm thinking we're going to close our episode tonight with, with, uh, you know, a little bit of fun because we kind of just had some closing thoughts. You boys okay with that?
1: Yeah, that sounds good. All
0: right. Second, I want to point out to you, Mike, I know where you got the word confusticate from. And I would say to you that it's a word that has also been used with the word which is a made-up word, be bother. You got it.
2: What are you claiming that I'm old and I like?
0: I don't know no. what I'm claiming is it's from The Hobbit. Uh, there's a line in The Hobbit oh. where where someone says, "Be bother and confusticate these dwarves." So I could make the case that confusticate and be bother are both Tolkien-ish words, and confusticate actually made the dictionary, but be bother didn't make the dictionary. So. Go back to your uh, Lord That's of the Rings era. Yeah, you may have you may have stolen that from your. I'm a your huge Lord of the Rings fan. I'm, 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 there it is. Yeah. You are welcome. Oh, you know wow. what else you are? You are the There's holder it. of an exciting moment for us right now. Oh, and, am I? You know, and, I, and that I, is that is we have a question we'd like to ask. And Steve, I was wondering what you might be wondering. What are you thinking right now, Steve?
1: I'm thinking a lot of things, Dave, but uh, I'm gonna go with the classic question hey mike what you drinking <laughs> you know it's that i get funny. it right
2: you yeah damn, you damn straight you did it's it's funny that i uh i, I made our instagram post in uh today and i did say that we had some heavy shit to talk about that but i did true yeah yeah it is and uh, it it and I see I, I see it you know getting a little better after we get all this shit off our chest you know about this I I feel like our next few episodes are going to be great uh your next episode is going to be great um and it, it, whether we win lose draw whatever but you know we got some fun guests coming up and 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 I just I got to say like we've said this isn't fun <laughs> you know it'll get fun again it'll get fun again and we're gonna have a great time, just like I'm gonna have a great time right now. Because you know, Steve, I love when you ask that question.
1: I'm so uh, glad. You know, today
2: uh, I've been I've been trying to get a beer from this brewery for the longest time. Uh, not necessarily this one. Um, this is not necessarily what I wanted, but um, it's a Belgian style brewery. It's called the Lost Abbey. It's in California. Um, abby with the
0: ey or just Y?
2: an ey all right the lost abby um this is a barrel aged uh sour it's called poppy oh look at Mm. you red Poppy. poppy it's called red poppy um red poppy we know that this is um the red poppy is the the symbol of uh of uh, veterans uh in the u.s it, it symbolizes uh all veterans um
0: i know yeah in- yeah that that's why you bought it, Mike. yeah you, you're
2: no it's not why yeah. i bought it fuck face
1: i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm just how saying can I, uh, how can i explain father, this
2: my father my <laughs> grandfather everybody they, everybody in my family are veterans except for me um i was too soft i never would have made it but um <laughs> I do, I, I do hang the red poppy from my, from my, uh, mirror in my car. Um, but this is a barrel aged ale with cherries and poppy seeds added. Um, it just says, uh, the cellaring temperature is 40 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. The serving temperature is 50 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know if that's where we're at right now, but I did take it out earlier because of that. Um, so it is like a Belgian, it's a Belgian style beer. Um like a almost like a
0: Flanders type sour. You know, uh, you know, Mike, I, I'm really curious. We we have we have fans of the pod who who track your your assessments very closely. And um we have friends? What we do, friends of the pod, yeah. F-O-T-P. Um, Bopped. And, and f O T P. Um and yeah, say that <laughs> 10 times. Um and you know, Mike, you had a long stretch where you said, I don't like fruit in beer, but you've you've had some beer with fruit uh awareness developing as of late, I think. So yeah, we're curious I mean, to see what you think of this this sour with cherries. It's added. just born, it's just born of the fact that we do a lot of IPAs
2: and stuff. Gotcha. So you're saying um, you're just kinda, you just kind of you have to go there to mix it up a little bit. I should I should refine my statement. I, not that I don't like fruited ales fruited beers fruit, fruited ales like beers that, that they so I, I typically don't um i did have a really bad blueberry ale this weekend or yeah, not, not this weekend pre- previous yeah. weekend previous weekend um but anyway
0: um i don't
2: like fruit in my beer that's for fucking sure
0: so if, if i'm like uh you, know, like you got like a hacker shore you're not gonna put a slice of lime in it or something or a lemon in it or a uh... Or if you got a Dos Equis, you're not going to put a slice of lime in. You're just not doing that. No, keep that shit away from my fucking beer. All right.
2: Understood. If you need, if you need, a, if you need a piece of fruit to go into your beer to make it better, then it should have fucking been brewed with that fruit
0: in it. What about a Blue Moon? You put an orange fuck in a Blue off. Moon. I'm not drinking a Blue Moon. Get the fuck out of here. Why? Because you boycotted Anheuser, Anheuser Busch products. Oh wait, is that Anheuser Busch? Do they own them now? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Miller. Coors. I'm trapping you right it's there. It's
2: Miller. It's Miller Coors, and you're not Miller Coors. me. <laughs> no, I just don't like the shit. Oh wow, look at this! This is I a can't. neat little can. It's like a it's like a Red Bull can, little narrow. Ooh, that smells interesting. So it's got kind of a a biscuity looking foam Dead. popping out of it. I'm gonna pour it in this chalice. Ooh, interesting.
0: It's <laughs> chalice. <laughs> why why that glass choice? I feel like I'm at like a wedding with that glass choice. Um, because.
2: Um, some Belgian ales are, are, are supposed to be served in a chalice or a, uh, tulip style glass. All right. Um, not like your IPA tulip, right. But like a, 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 a tall, narrow tulip glass. And I just don't have them, but it did, it did say to use a chalice. It does say, uh, most Belgian beers will be served in a chalice
0: style. All right. Do you have
2: that? Um, so this beer straight off the bat here, reddish brown, a little bit of a head, looks pretty fizzy. Um smell? Oh smells. It's got it's got the typical kind of Flanders sour smell. Um, this one's definitely, definitely cherries, lots of cherries. I don't know about poppy seeds, but uh the cherries, uh, it smells a little bit like. Like vinegary, um, probably due to the barrel aging process, but I, I don't know. I'm gonna pour a little more in here, and then we'll give this a shot. It's a lot browner. I thought it would be a lot redder, given the you know the cherries, but it is
0: kind of reddish brown. I love you. You can hear Mike swallow. That's always good, right, Steve? yeah you could you could hear that you could hear that yeah do you you hear it every time maybe not every time but that time it definitely came through that's pretty gross if you if you (laughs) have to listen to that (laughs) i think historically your beard would like buffer out the sound maybe but now you know just just projecting (laughs)
1: it's
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i like it it's it's definitely
2: super fizzy Yeah, it's a sipping beer. Oh, that's yummy. Mm. It does have that like it does have that Belgian quality, that that yeasty quality. It it does have a little bit of that, like it's almost like a uh like a balsamic vinegar. What the fuck? No, no, it's no, that's good. That's actually yeah, you are. I mean, I love balsamic vinegar, but not in my beer. Yeah, it's a good no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing in a sour. Um it's a, it does have the cherry I don't know about poppy seeds I mean I I don't know what I, to take what I would taste in a poppy seed beer
0: um
1: Put down to tractor supply take some up.
0: <laughs> Steve I modified my uh my prediction by the way if you can see there I'm going with my yeah. second choice uh tractor supply is a great place um I like this beer <laughs> I... oh oh Steve and I are locked in yeah oh, it's gonna be interesting hey Mike as you're contemplating, Talk to our our dozens of viewers and hundreds of of listeners about wow, wicked of- Wicked, Sp- wicked Spurs-y stickers. I think I saw one on your uh, your little beer koozie you had going on there, right? No, that's my water bottle. Hold your water bottle. Look at that. Ooh. Those of you on video, Mike. If someone wanted one of those, what's the way to go about getting one? Uh, you, they're they're quite
2: small, but they're perfect. I also have one limited edition on my phone. Oh,
0: look at that. Damn, I need one of those yeah man um
2: they're just three inch stickers uh they're (laughs) waterproof um you can uh email us i'll send you one email us uh you can send uh, a message to our twitter um or our instagram and uh we'll get some dm going and uh and i'll I'll mail you some stickers
0: boom hit us up on the socials yo
1: right is that how they do it yeah i'll just grab a beer with you and get some yeah, yeah
2: it'll 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 cost you uh um two downloads uh
0: <laughs> per episode, which means you have to go to two different two different
1: <laughs> you podcasts. gotta help pop our numbers.
0: By the by to the way, gentlemen, numbers. I'm gonna put you under pressure on on the internet for eternity. Today I ordered the dogs and the deep dish stuffed for delivery for uh graduation party in a month. So um, you know, I extended the invite to both of you. So now you know the goods will be there if you're mad oh, enough yeah. to, to show it up and if you're is. if your wives are kind enough to show up with you. No That's pressure like though. Time. No pressure. Yes.
2: No pressure. I just What's poured whatever.
0: the rest of this. I just poured the rest of this beer. Um all right rate this bastard. Three point
1: five. Damn it. So close. So close.
0: We both said three six. Yeah. pretty dialed in though steve i mean when we're on the same wavelength and that close that's pretty good
1: yeah but could you imagine what it would have been like if not only did we both guess but we both guessed correct
0: that would have been it would have taken a horrible week to be a spurs fan and turn it into an amazing week to be a spurs fan
1: right is that how big it would have been horrible week to be a spurs (laughs) fan great week to be a wicked spursy fan
0: there you have it yep hey listen
2: you get to listen if if you so choose you get to listen to us bitch and complain for a good 40 minutes maybe 30 because you know the the intro was a little long I, I we're running out of stuff to talk about you guys didn't watch the game because of family affairs um leaving leaving poor mike to do
0: that um poor or mike and, and poor do all mike, the analysis for, for, mike. <laughs> for the match <laughs> Poor mike more poor uh car mat scrubbing mike right
2: i gotta tell you, you know what this is, is? you know Polo time like- mike yeah. No, there we go. Smallest violin.
0: Um put your I bowling tie back on, quit your bitching.
2: <laughs> I was I was really uh I was really nervous about this beer based on last week's beer.
0: Um I kind of like it. All right. Well, as you know, you have to finish it. I do. Um so for a song. Um, he's gonna say like he's gonna do like a Beatles song because of Abbey Road.
1: No. Well, now he's not.
2: No, I wasn't gonna. Anyway, like yeah, Dave, Dave thinks I'm gonna do like every single time. Thinks I'm gonna do the uh, obvious choice.
0: He's gonna message me after this, be like, "You asshole! You you called me out on that. I was gonna, I was totally gonna do that."
2: No, but I would have liked to, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that clever. I'm not that clever. <laughs> um, it's a sipping beer, and I'm gonna go with uh, a little, a little sipping sipping music today um let's do uh miles davis so what Hmm. all right
0: off my favorite miles davis album kind of blue that's a heck of a call man that's an obscure genre twisting call coming from coming from big mike i like it miles davis is dude
2: miles davis is as possibly like early miles davis like the, the quartet and the quintet is possibly the perfect party music like background party music but if you want to sit there and listen to like uh milestones or so what or, or um or a kind of blue like you can you, you just turn off the lights and listen like there's a lot there's a lot going on like that that's that's in the age of like uh that Train was in the band and shit so like that was the golden age like the late 50s of of like jazz before like Miles Davis and Coltrane went like fusion jazz and like you know that kind of shit like bitches brew like Miles Davis's bitches brew was like nobody wants to hear that except for a true jazz fan you know <laughs> <laughs> like that you know, Mike- that, shit, that shit's a lot of just
0: noise to people but you you'll you'll hopefully appreciate this um and and Steve you may but mike you being an older gentleman may appreciate it more you know like you know back in the day when you had like a billion CDs right and then you then you went through that period where you just got rid of the CDs because you started streaming music off a of lime wire and weird things like that right to, Fair try share. to get as much yeah as much free music <laughs> as you could um and then you know you get stuck into like apple music or whatever it might be so i was While I was traveling last week, I just had these this this brain flash like, man, there are some albums I need to get that I used to listen to a lot in like the late 80s and early 90s, but that I don't have anymore. And I need to I need to to grab them. So I didn't grab the albums, but I just pulled them off Apple Music. I want to want to throw out for you three things that I that I uh, downloaded on my phone over the weekend. Um, One was the House of Pain Greatest Hits, which was just very, uh, very time sensitive greatest um, hits there there was like two i think it was three he maybe both of
1: them top
0: of the morning to you that was a good one um <laughs> g G&R, appetite like must have listened to that must listen to that album eight billion times in my life but that top that top five greatest album of all time fantastic album and then here's one here's one from this is from my uh r&b days uh keith sweat's first album titled keith sweat Fantastic in the in the car. Let me tell you, good good stuff. Is is Keith Sweat return to the Mac? No, that's uh, Uh, is that that, that's who is that? I was going to say Luther Vandross, but that's not who that is. No, but yeah, Keith Sweat. (laughs) It's good stuff, man. (laughs) Keith Sweat, if you're out there, we'd we'd love to have you on. If you're still alive, I don't know. (laughs) You probably lived quite a life in the. Oh, uh, return Return to the Mac is Mark Morrison. There you go. the hell keith sweat oh yeah it's just it's just smooth grinding r b man there there is one thing he sings about every yeah, song is dude. about the exact same thing
2: this dude looks like he like
0: yeah like this dude like
2: holy shit this this dude dresses back in the in the in the 90s like michael irvin dresses today correct A-
0: absolutely yeah
2: he like wears the he wears like the nice uh plaid jacket or whatever the
0: cool color jacket or like the paisley with the with the like priest collar shirt yeah no tie keith sweat had one thing on his mind and all day every day that was keith sweat
2: oh my god oh dude yeah he he was get up on it that's right yeah (laughs) okay sorry steve i didn't mean to
0: do that to you but just uh you know it was a thing
2: (laughs) it's fine boys a i think net, we've a... he has a network net worth of 250,000
0: just so you know <laughs> Keith Sweat <this. laughs> yeah. it's been a rough go since the 90s apparently
2: mark mark morrison uh just surpassed him i guess uh return of the mac is cool again you know
0: so anyway. the kids are saying That's... return of the mac come on there 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 all right, all right, gentlemen. Let's wrap this thing up. Hey, um, let's hope we never, ever, ever have to do a pod like this again, where we're both ashamed of our fellow fellow supporters. And uh, I'm not ashamed of my club. But I'm ashamed game. of the supporters. There you go. So uh, to better times next week. Not just because you'll be gone, Mike, but to better times next week. That's what we're saying, right? Not just because he'll be gone. So if there <laughs> is a contributing factor. Okay, there, not 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 the intended message there. Not because <laughs> you'll be gone, Michael.
2: I, I honestly think that uh you guys will be better for having Brian on. So uh,
0: he's a little difficult to deal with, if I'm being honest.
2: Jesus Christ. I think you're trying to draw
0: him out. <laughs> I just you know, I don't know. Whatever don't he's know. gotta
1: do. Just don't we know what podcast to expect around. from him. I don't
0: know. I don't know if he'll come prepared with cogent thoughts. I just I don't know. I don't know. He always I'm has saying. cogent thoughts. He's he, it's well, not I'm about saying. cogent thoughts. I'm looking for him to prove it to me. That's really kind of where I am. Hey Steve, okay. where what, what would you say to our fans as we as we depart?
1: I think my usual message uh rings <laughs> even more true this time. And they ain't been listening. Don't be an asshole.
0: Sage advice. Sage advice from Dr. Steve and Michael. Uh coise coys coys coys. And, and uh, be safe, everyone. And Mike loves Mickey Mouse. It's Daisy Duck.
1: Daisy Excuse Duke. Daffy.